Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Up the Guts podcast. Joining as always is your host Tricky, and I'm joined here by my co-host JP. How are we, mate? Not too bad, mate. Self. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Obviously, Halty, uh late pull out. Uh, he's got an exam tomorrow for uni, so got to put that first. Get, get some study, and uh, Connor's just got some personal problems he's got to deal with. So make sure that they're all right, and I just put put that first. But I've got you here, JP. How was your week and weekend, mate? I saw you had a big one. Yeah, let's not talk about it. No. <laughs> I don't want to relive it. No, big, <laughs> no too big. big. Where'd you go? Ballarat. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's just leave it at that. Was that for cricket? Cricket trip. Yeah, yeah. okay, yep. yep. Yeah, massive. Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. Yeah, got no sleep. <laughs> no sleep? Nah. No. How was accommodation? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, you know, pretty peaceful, as Ballarat always is, but... Um, where we went to the pubs and stuff, like we went to this little small pub. It was basically um, just all of us there, mm-hmm. uh, only a few locals, and yeah. And then we went to the George Hotel, which actually went off pretty well. So, if we'll go, someone was going down to Ballarat, you'd recommend the George Hotel? Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Uh, one, it turns into it's like a bar, obviously, all day pub type thing, and then at night. Uh, around 10-ish or so It turns into a nightclub Yeah, um, lovely I love those type ones little back room Back there like, yep. Sort of like a lava In yep. Eric I like those type of ones That's why Chapel Street's always good Yeah It's yeah. always the go-to yeah, It was pretty uh, Actually went off pretty well So yeah Yeah, that's good to hear and How was uh, your weekend? Yeah, I hit it down to Hillsville Oh, really? Yeah, well, Long up, drive? Yeah, decent drive yeah. Um, It was an alright drive down there Obviously a wet day Worst part was coming home though Oh, 100% Tired. But, uh, not just that. Did you? Oh, because you, you were in Ballarat, <coughs> we got hammered with rain. Oh, no, I saw all that. And I was driving down, probably left at about just before six. So yep. we're going, I was going around the hills, pitch dark around the hills and just hammering. You couldn't, it got that heavy, you couldn't see through the rain. <laughs> so I'm going around the hills going, get me to Packenham and then oh, I'll know my way home. Mate. I'll know my way home. And he's like, you have to go slow because you can't see him. Everyone's got their high beams on. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's uh, pretty dark up there. Yeah, I was just like, oh, no. No I, straight lights, nothing. Exactly. But it, yeah, it was all right. Oh, wet, wet day. But, Good um, game of footy or? Oh, a bit scrappy because of the weather. So oh, I got to do a bit right. more play-by-play call, but it was yep. a bit harder because there was a lot of stoppages and that. So no, it was hard fair. to see. But Just the um, one, one game? Yeah, just the one game, one, yeah. One, yeah, the yeah. Ones, yeah. No, that's fair. That's good. I've got another one for you. Oh, here we go. So um, this this is actually kind of an interesting one. I had, uh, I was in my brother Corey. Yeah. Uh, messaged me today, him and dad at the day off. Yep. Goes, uh, he tried out this new like recovery place in Clyde North. Went to, or Clyde or something. I've, I, I think I've heard of it, yeah. A couple of the Katani boys go uh, there. What do you say? Oh, Call me if you can. He messages me. I'm like, oh no, what what is it? Uh, so I call him. And he goes, hey mate. I'm like, yeah, you're right. What's up? And he goes, do you want to hear what just happened to me? What? And I'm like, oh no, what? He goes, so leaving the place, heading towards the gym. Uh, the traffic light. I'm about to pull over the traffic lights, and this he goes, this bloke's just kind of looking over his shoulder and looking at me, and he goes, what the fuck? Uh, so he goes, I rolled up a bit closer to suss out what the hell this guy's looking at. Not going to guess who it was. Who? Christian Petrarca. Really? It was Christian Petrarca. Yeah. And he goes, what the hell? And Petrarca wound down his window. Yeah. So Corey wound down his and um, track, which is like, hey, go on, mate. They had like a good two-minute chat. And he was just like, oh. Corey's like, yeah, good. And he goes, oh, um, how's your day been? Blah, blah, blah. They talked. And he goes, oh, what do you do with your stuff? Corey obviously said. And Corey goes, oh, um, did you just finish training? Did you? He goes, yeah, mate, just finished training. What about yourself? Corey's just like, oh, I'm heading on the way to the gym. And then the, there was about a minute or two and the lights turned green. He goes, oh, well, take care of yourself, mate. Have a good one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I was just like, what the hell? I thought it was going to be something else. But he goes, Petrarca. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Obviously, how? I reckon he would have went to, I think they do the gym work at Casey Fields. How did they, how, how did Petrarca even like know him or anything like that? Cause no, he didn't know him. It's just, oh, I think it was just, just by a fluke. He saw him roll up further, so he just wound down his window. <laughs> Fair and, enough. And Corey's just like, oh, yeah, I'll have a chat with him. That's good as. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah I know. when he said that to me, I was like, oh, Jesus. It's like, I've only had, have I <laughs> run into anyone? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. I've kind of, I've, one person I've run into, though, is uh, Sydney Airport, first trip and my only trip so far overseas when I went to Thailand. Oh, yeah, I do that. Coming, Mason Cox. Coming back, saw Mason Cox. That, with that, his, uh, yeah, with his eyes. So I was just like, oh. 
I was literally, we were about to leave too. I was going up and he was going down. I was like to my uncle, I think that's Mason Cox. He goes, go and say hello then. And then, yeah, so I went and said hello, got a photo. I've, yeah. I've actually got a good one for yeah, you. Yeah, go for it. So you obviously know Red. Yep. Caleb. Mm-hmm. Yep. His dad was in um, around here somewhere. Went to the 7-Eleven. Yep. Guess who he sees? From Melbourne, obviously. Like, f- are we talking footy player? Yep. Big Ver- na- big very na- well known. Playing right now? Yeah. Dusty? No. Melbourne player. Oh, Melbourne player, sorry. Oh, Harmsy. No. Clayton Oliver. Has a beard. Max Gorn. Yep. He didn't even know who he was. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, I just saw, saw that uh, bearded fella for the – I think he plays for Melbourne or something, and we're going, bearded fella? There's that There's that many bearded fellas that friggin' play for Melbourne. Yep. He goes, oh, he's very, very tall, very tall. I go, oh, that's Max Gorn. <laughs> How do you not know that? Just the captain. Yeah, yeah. just the captain of Melbourne. Yeah, very big time player, big rock, everything. You don't know his actual name. No, fair enough. So, yeah. It's always good to, um, to hear that. And obviously, um, we mentioned on this podcast <laughs> before, um, Glenn Maxwell actually played cricket at Connor's local club. Connor... As in Connor, our Connor, Murphy. Yeah. Um, Glenn Maxwell's from his club. So really? Great. So, oh, Jesus. And then um, it was literally last year, I think Connor said it, during the cricket season, he was away on a work trip. Yeah. And they were doing, they were like crossing over the cricket trip. Yeah. For They were playing there. And then um, Connor goes, oh, they're walking past. And, you know, someone would normally say, Maxie, can I get a photo? Connor just goes, oh, g'day, Glenn. Glenn uh, Max, Maxwell just goes, Glenn. And he turns around and goes, the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> no one calls me Glenn. <laughs> they just had a chat and all that. But like, uh, apparently he comes down and gives um like a, all all his old kit to just to the club and shit. That w- wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So yeah. some As apparently some of the boys are rocking around with like his old kookaburra cook- bats that are just unreal. <laughs> I love his old love his new bat right now. Yeah. He got they got. I wasn't a fan of kookaburra at first. But I'm I'm catching on a bit. Uh, I like I like the I think it's the old style Kahuna. Yep. That, that Ricky Ponting used to have. Yeah, I, n- I never used to mind uh, the bubble, the one that Chris Rogers used to use. Nah. No, I'm not a fan. Nah. That the blue and red. I didn't nah. mind that. Did not like it. Uh, All right. And, another thing I want to touch on before we get into it, um, bit of a, a low light. Oh, no. Have, have you, you seen done? the outrage? And I'm sure you've seen it on TikTok and everything. Yeah. AFL 23. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> the outrage that? for me is it hasn't come out on Xbox yet. But have you seen the outrage? Of, of oh, stuff? I've seen it all. <laughs> Apparently there's supposed to be a patch coming tonight. Luckily, I didn't buy it. <coughs> I didn't a buy patch. it yet. Mate, have you seen when they hand... Oh, no, there was actually one. He punched the ball from, I think, centre half back and it flew all the way over to the other side of the boundary. Mate, you can run from um, full back to full forward and not get tackled. I did, I did say that too, yeah. Um, then there was the... I think the, the coaches... Don't even look like the coaches. Some of them do, some of them don't. Some of or, them, some of them turn into umpires mid coach Yeah, I was about to say yep. that. Yep. Um, no, some uh, mate. You had Adam Simpson as freaking goal umpire at one stage <laughs> somehow, and then you've got the the bench somehow coming into the middle of the ground. Yeah, so, just, nah. just a bit of a mare. But hopefully this patch works. Then I'm gonna wait to see if this patch fixes it. If so, then I'll get it. Mate, I'm just hoping freaking when it comes out on Xbox, there's no nothing wrong with it. Well, you'd hope so. Uh, do you want to take the first game, mate? No, you can take it, mate. Okay. No, Fr- so Friday night, we obviously had Carlton v Brisbane. Carlton 11-8-74, defeated by Brisbane 15-10-100, 26 points. <coughs> uh, goal, multiple goal kickers for Carlton. You just had Durden and Motlop with the two. Then you had some single goal kickers. Obviously, none of the key forwards firing for them. No. But for uh, Brisbane, the small forwards hit the damage. And, geez, isn't this bloke in some form? Pretty sure he's kicked 26 in the last six games or something. Charlie Cameron with uh, four again. Zach Bailey popping up with four. Danaher guns to a two. Then you had Harry Sharp. I think it's Harry. Yeah, it's Harry Sharp. Um, kicked his first. <laughs> pretty sure it's Harry. Uh, kicked his first goal in AFL footy. Yep. This is, I believe it's his seventh game. Uh, Hipwood and McCarthy for the disposals. You had Chera with 33 with seven clearances. Akers with 29. And Doherty with 29 as well. Uh, to, uh, sorry. And... Uh, <laughs> Just like, where's my book going? <laughs> oh, it would be in my oh, laptop bag. For my um, Australian and that. Uh, Dunkley, didn't he have a game? He turned up. Yeah, he really pl- played, on, played, really on Crips, up, yeah. played on Crips at all stoppages. Wasn't a tagging role, but just played on him. And 
Crips, I think, only had 19 disposals. Don't quote me, but it was something like that. It was it was either that or low 20s. Yep. Dunkley, 33 disposals, 11 marks, 13 tackles, uh, six clearances, and 555 metres gained. <coughs> Jared Berry was also good off the wing with 29. And McCulloch um, found some form with 27 and six clearances. Uh, talking points yet, obviously, it was Sam Doggerty's 150. What a story that is. Just all the things he's fought through, Sam Doherty. Uh, the cancer yeah, and all that. twice with testicle yep. cancer? Yeah, twice. So that's um, that's very hard to come back to. Like, mm. you know, look at... Um, well, it's not hard to come back, but like... For a second time, it w- would have been harder yep. to um, hear that you've got it. Like, it's an unbelievable um, story for him to come back. And, you know, when... I think last year when he kicked his first goal in round one... <clears throat> all the boys got around him and it was good to see. Yep. That actually sent uh, some goosebumps through me when I saw it. You know, it's it's nice to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. And uh, obviously we, we mentioned Josh Dunkley stands up. Uh, hasn't this guy turned into a, a really good lockdown defender? Jack mm-hmm. pa- Jack Payne. He shut down uh, Charlie Kerno to one goal, showing how much he's significant improvement as a lockdown and key defender. I'm pretty sure I saw a stat from Champion Dada, he hasn't lost, uh, hadn't lost a one-on-one contest, or he still hasn't lost a one-on-one contest. Really, this season. That Jesus, that's a, it's a very uh, interesting stat, we'll say. Yeah. Now, <laughs> like, what, what what do you think is uh, where to for Carlton now? Because a lot of people, Chero's come out, and I think it's Brian Cook came out and said, if they don't make fi- finals, it's not a failure. I totally disagree with that. That's no, a failure. It's a failure. Especially with the list they've got, the player, like, oh, sorry, the list and players they've got, obviously. The coach they've got now, like Vossi, well, how that's old he is. Connor said in our chat, um, that's why I've got Connor's thoughts on Michael Vossi. Was he the right, <laughs> was he the right coach? Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't mind, but I thought Connor was a bit harsh on Vossi in the group chat there, but I understand where he was coming from because of their list. There's no reason why they should be playing finals. Oh, 100%. Pushing, like if, pushing for a flag. It, look, I reckon he could be harder on them. Yeah, um, a lot harder on them, especially like the way, like as as we said, like they've got the best, one of the best lists going around. Um, it's like it's hard to say. Like their first game against Richmond was a draw. Like you, you would have expected them to kind of not run them over, but get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, then going down against Adelaide by fifty odd points or whatever, like that. That's the old Carlton there. Yep. So. How how do they go from last year to narrow like I'll say narrowly like well, narrowly missing finals, but they were up there all year. Yep. To now, sort of going backwards. I agree. Yep. Like easily going backwards, it's like they're they're kind of relying on the play on you know your Crips, um, Sam Walsh again, you know. Cherry is starting to actually perform a lot more like now, like that, you know, but soon the, the workload's going to go on to him. Yeah. You can't just bank it off one man. No. And, you know, um, don't get a big head over this either. That's something that Colin would rely on, uh, not rely on now. They've got, I uh, read a uh, thing they said um, on Fox Footy or something like that. They said they've got about 11 blokes that can run through that midfield. Yeah. And still be damaging. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. Um, and as I said, you can't rely on the same blokes, and that's what they're doing again. Yeah. Do you think one thing I thought is, are they too one pace in that midfield? Are they too slow? Because <coughs> their best runner, um, well, so you got Paddy Cripps, you got George Hewitt, and all that. Their best runner is Sam Walsh, and they're playing Sam Walsh as an inside mid at the moment. You don't want him playing his inside. You want him no. playing outside and running and. You running want Cripps on the inside. Yeah, because right now I think they're too slow and too big. Yep. You want you want Cripps on the inside. You want Hewitt playing on the inside. Another one that I've actually really seen, though I haven't played, that hasn't played this much this year, is um, and he signed a, I think a three-year deal with Carlton last year or this year, is um Kennedy. Yeah, I know he was a sub on the weekend. Yeah. Mm. But as soon as he came on, as a sub, bang, kicked a goal and yeah. You know, yeah, I really rate Kennedy. <clears throat> like. Why isn't he playing? He's another one that's a, a speedster that can run. And, he's and not, can play inside too. Yeah, but he can play inside, but it's more the fact of, oh, last year I reckon he played a bit more out, and that's mm. how he got his touches, and he looked damaging every time he got it forward. 
Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Another one I was going to say about Brisbane. How? What do you reckon of Gunston? I like that pickup a lot. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon he's, he's complimenting that forward line a lot. How big has he been over the last couple of weeks? He's been massive. Good complimenting them um, by allowing Danaher to kick goals too because he takes the workload off Danaher as well. Yeah. But he gets up the ground. He gets his touches. He's just a smart footballer. Oh, 100%. Did you see Zach Bailey go off at Danaher? Yeah, I did. <laughs> How funny was that? Danaher thought he could do it two times. He'd already done it one in that game. Yeah. Yeah, but he thought he could do it again. All right. No, it was the first one that he did. Oh, yep. The first one when Zach, Zach Bailey absolutely gave it to him. But as he's given it to him, he's turned and then saying, oh, it's actually gone through for a goal. I'll celebrate <laughs> I was going to say, you'd want to you'd kick it. <laughs> yeah, but it, look, as much as I don't like Danaher now, but you kind of do back him from there, especially mm. playing at Marvel. It's, yep. not, it's not big as the MCG and stuff. Uh, Richmond West Coast, mate, Saturday. Um, so we have Richmond West Coast. Richmond defeated West Coast 104 to 46. Goal kickers 58, 46 points. Ah, oh, sorry, mate. No worries. Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> Had a mare there. Um, so we had goal kickers for Richmond. We had Bolton pressed out for three, Taranto two, and then we had a lot of couple uh one goal kickers. We had Hopper, Martin, Graham, Pickett, Ryan, Clark, and Miller. Oscar Allen kicked four. And then we have Wes. Petrocelli. That one. Williams and Darling all have one each. And then disposals. Hopper, 32 touches, six tackles, two goal assists, seven score involvements, 10 clearances, and 644 metres game. Bolton, 31, three goals, two goal assists, four, 13 score involvements. Jesus, that's a big game for him. Mm. And seven clearances. Taranto, 32 goals, 20 contested, and 10 clearances. Martin, 27, eight score involvements. Mm. Then we had Jones. For West Coast, uh, he had 39 intercepts and 7 score involvements. Kelly, 29, 19 contested and 9 clearances. Sheed, 29, 9 clearances. Duggan, 27 and 642 metres gain. Talking points tricky. Shea Bolton. Mm, finally, he puts together a game that he obviously was all Australian <laughs> last year. We know how how damaging a player could oh. be, but I thought he had a very he's had a very slow start to this season. I think... <sighs> It's um, it's going to happen. Um, This is a big call. It's going to happen to a day cost soon. Yeah. Next year, possibly. Mm. It could happen. Yeah. You're not always going to have the best year every year. Yeah. So for Bolton to actually put his first game properly, fully together and not just be there for half a, uh, two quarters or three quarters and actually put a full game, it's a big achievement. Um, you know, and like all the big players do it. I'm sure you've seen a lot over the years, have a couple of mere seasons that you Ooh, don't yeah. want to see. Like Paddy Ooh, Cripps, yeah. when he was injured that whole season, he played. Yeah. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that got me. Um, Like Paddy Cripps, he had a bad season that season, Um, you know, carrying the workload and everyone was bagging him out, but no one could tell what was wrong with him. Exactly. Um, positive. Positive come out of West Coast. I'm really liking Jermaine Jones off the halfback line. Yep. So he had 30 disposals in the weekend, nine intercepts and seven score involvements. Just provide some speed off that halfback line. Yeah. Um, another positive out of West Coast, Oscar Allen. Mm-hmm. But it's good to have him back. Someone kicking goals. <coughs> He's always going to be damaging. Yeah. Um, no matter what. Um, don't know. <laughs> Will he stay? Yeah. Who knows? You'd hope so for their sake. Oh, for their sake, 100%. But... Who knows? Like you want my water, mate? Nah, I'm all good. I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all good for now. If I need it, I'll grab it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's you want him to stay. Yeah, I might take that water. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I just got this tickle on my throat. Um, so obviously, uh, Dion Prestia also kicked three goals in five minutes late in the third quarter. You don't see him popping up kicking goals very often. No. And that's an equal career high. And another one I had was <laughs> how long can West Coast stick? With Adam Simpson as coach last season, yep, yep, he's gone, gone, hundred percent. You can't build a club up like that. Yep, you know, it's done. Uh, injuries, yeah. Cully, it's confirmed to be an ACL, so that's he's out for the season. And Alan uh, got a sore <laughs> ankle, so I, I don't know the extent to that, but it was just in the injury report. So another one, Jack Darling. Mm-hmm. Have you heard any reports about him lately? No. Everyone's saying his tickets are done, sold. He's sure. done. He rec- they reckon, even though how many 
players. <coughs> oh, this dust. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. I'm dying. Um, even though he's like they've got limited players, it, it's hard to drop, but he he can't perform anymore. Yeah. It's hard. Like I get it, it's hard to get the ball down there, but he's not as damaging anymore, even when the ball's down there. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm going to get you a water brought up here, mate. <coughs> oh, Jason, I'm actually dying. Uh, yeah. um, Sorry, I was just getting water brought up for you. Uh, Geelong, Adelaide. Uh, Geelong, 14-14-98. Defeated Adelaide, 11-6-72. 26 points. Uh, goal kickers, yeah. Cameron with three. Simpson with two. Henry Smith, Hawkins, Nevit, Myers, Atkins, Blitzab, Hollins, and Brun all with one. Yet Walker with three. Rankin with two. Peddler with two. O'Brien, Hinge... Uh, Scholl and Sloan with the one. Disposals. Wasn't a very big disposals game, but you had Stewart with 24 and 9 intercepts and Dawson with 29 and 5 clearances. Talking points. Uh, Dangerfield was, again, playing brilliantly with 16 disposals in the first half before being subbed out early in the third quarter with an apparent left hamstring injury. There's another hamstring for Dangerfield late in his career. But <clears throat> is it actually... A bad hamstring? Like, is he done for this week? Or was it well, just a little the, niggle? The bye, I believe, is four weeks away. So I reckon they'll say, we'll see you after the bye. You reckon? Mm, give him that time to recover. No, that's fair. Like, I suppose you want him prime time for finals. Yeah. Uh, Tom Stewart was led to roam free in the back line and had a game high nine set marks. I don't know how this can happen. As I said, gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes your order. Um <laughs> Uh, so your water's coming up. Yeah, and uh, Brad Close was also offered a one-match suspension for a dangerous tackle. Did you see this tackle? Yes. What do you think of that one? I didn't think it was that bad, actually. Yeah. The arm kind of was not pinned as much and as I've seen over the last couple of weeks, and it actually wasn't that bad. But again, dangerous tackle. Yeah. You want to go grab it, mate? Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> oh, Just as we get JP a water so we can stop his coughing fit coming on here. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, that hits the spot now, doesn't it, JV? I'm going to leave this all in because it leaves the comedic aspect. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Um, oh, there we go. So, JP's finally got his water now. And uh, uh, Rory Laird can also go. accept a $2,000 fine for rough conduct on Tanner Bruin. And Danesford had a hamstring and Murray had a concussion. Should I take the Gold Coast Melbourne game now that your throat is a bit more clenched? No, nah, mate. You, you you keep taking them. I'll just be the talking point. All right. How about that? Yeah, no worries. Gold Coast, uh, th- Melbourne. Gold Coast, 13-7-85. Defeated by Melbourne, 13-12-90. It was actually a really, really good game. Uh, goal kickers, you had Roses for Gold Coast with four. Chol, King, and Casbot all with two. Then Lacocious, Anderson, Alice all with the one. You had Gorn, two. Pickett, two. Grundy, two. Neil Bull and Sparrow, Petrarca, uh, Petrarca. Uh, Bowie. <laughs> Your mate. Bowie. Oh, Corey's mate. mate. <laughs> Chandler, Jordan, and Van um, Rowan with uh, the one. Disposals, you had Anderson with 37, six tackles, three goals, six, seven scoring bombers, and 10 clearances. So a huge game for him, and, and he nearly dragged him over the line himself. Uh, McPherson, you had, you had 30 with eight intercepts. Again, continue his form off that half-back line. Uh, Spolo had 25, 14 contestants, six clearances, and Powell... Had 25 off the half-back line with 11 intercept marks. Clayton Oliver, 28 with nine score with six clearances. And Petrarca, didn't even put his disposals, but he had 26, two goals, six, seven score moments and eight clearances. Uh, talking points. How good is Noah Anderson? Freak. Yeah. If anyone's going to lead that team, possibly, I mean, possibly, to a final series, it's him. Mm-hmm. 100% it's him. Um, like... <clears throat> He's, other than Matt Rowell, like you got Matt Rowell that's always going to be tagged because they know what he's going to play like. But they leave Noah Anderson out of it because they think, poss- oh, well, I don't know what they're going to think, but in my way, they're thinking that he's not that damaging. And to do that against a Melbourne side that's up there, yep. it's a pretty good, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, good, good. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> You know what I mean. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> it's a good way to put your name out there, like to say, "Hey, like this is how I can play, and this is what I'm going to be." And m- mind you, he's a Melbourne boy. Yeah. So imagine what <laughs> like, Valley clubs could go after him. Oh, right, like if, if he, um, if Gold Coast don't sign him, and he does want to look for trade, like 
may be definitely obviously looking down here, but it's whether or not and how much everyone has to pay for him mm. to get him down there because he will be worth the money. Uh, Darcy McPherson has a shot on goal from 40 metres out with 30 seconds to go to tie the scores, but unfortunately misses, which was unfortunate because Gold Coast were in it and they had, I believe they deserved to win. Yeah, they did. Um, there was a talk, I was going to bring it up, um, with Levi Casbolt giving away that free kick. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of cost them. Yep. Um, I feel like it's just a, a mental thing. If they were a bit more calmer, um, with that last five minutes to go, they would have been fine. Yep. But obviously, game got too heated for him. Casbolt, you know, he should have known he's like, well over age for it. Yep. Keep you cool. Be the leader that you can So what be. was the free kick? Was it for umpire descent or? No. It was um, it was off the ball a bit backwards. Uh, I think on the Melbourne's half forward flank, I think. Yep. Uh, a bit of push and shove and Casbolt, I think, gave him one. Yeah, took oh, a bit of It wasn't in a way that he could get um, suspended or anything, but it was worth a free kick. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Ballard also was stretched off with from the field with a neck injury. And Jacob Van Rowan has, Van Rowan has accepted a uh, two-week suspension of that. What do you... There's mixed mixed feelings about this. Uh, what are your honest thoughts? I I think it's <laughs> it's an accident, but the only thing the AFL are, can argue and are going to argue, which could leave um, Van Rowan in tr- trouble, is he never turned around to have a look at the ball. That's what they're going to argue, and it's but, hard and it's hard to argue that because he didn't. He obviously knew that the travel path where the ball was going to go. Yeah. But then he he from the evidence you see. Oh, he, he's, he can't. He's it, sort of looking at the player. Yeah, right, but I I, 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 at the same time, I'm not <coughs> saying he should have been suspended because it's a freak footy accident. Mate, like, coming from a defender's point, right? You're always going to. Like, that's what front on contact is. Yeah. All right. You're always going to make him earn it. Yep. And I, I listened to a little that Daisy Thomas's podcast today. And yep. he. What podcast? Footy Talk? Um, maybe I think it was with he, yeah with yeah he, he sure yeah footy talk yeah, they footy do one talk. triple it's like a triple M thing they yeah. do one every day yeah so I was listening to that uh, watched a TikTok of um of it and you know Daisy Thomas said like if he was actually going for the bloke and wanted to hit him he would have hit him fair square with his fist mm-hmm. instead he's going and he's trying to protect him yep and he's hit here yep so in my eyes it's it's nothing. Yeah, throw, throw it out. If he gets banned, like it's, it's silly. Mm. You can't ban a de- defender or forward. No, forward. Yeah, forward. You can't. But anyway, even if it was defender forward, you still can't ban him for contesting a ball, and he gets hit in the head. Yeah, because if it's like that, like what are you going to do when you go up in the next contest? Yeah, exactly. So obviously he is challenging it at the moment. It is two weeks, so. It's been challenged and sent to the tribunal It'll for get the sake uh, Saturday night, yeah, GWS versus Western Bulldogs was actually a really good game. Uh, <coughs> What's a bit of this? 10-11-71, GWS defeated by Western Bulldogs, 13-8-86. Yeah, Tom Green with three, Hogan and Ward with two, Hallery, Himmelberg and Lloyd with the one. Yeah, Norton kicked three, Lobb and Jones with two, uh, Liberatore, Hugo Hagen, Bonson Pally, Scott, Waitman and Johannesson with the one. Disposals, this was a massive game for this bloke. Tom Green, 38 touches, three goals, nine tackles, 10 scoring involvements, and eight clearances. Uh, Josh Kelly also had 34, six tackles, and five clearances. And Whitfield, 31 and 10 marks. And Haynes also had 29, 12 marks, and 10 intercepts. Uh, Bailey Smith had 32 with six scoring involvements, but this man turned it on and on could be arguably the best player in the competition at the moment. Bonson Pally, 31, 26 contested. Seven tackles, seven score involvements, 14 clearances, and 560 metres gained. Uh, Liberatore, 29 with eight clearances, and McRae also had the 29 with six score involvements. Uh, talking points, and I think this was a could have been a deciding factor of the game. Toby Green, a late pullout with an ankle injury he's had and been battling with for a few weeks. Do you reckon this was an impact on the game? Yep. He could have uh, kicked as, two or three. Uh, yeah, but no, like, as we saw against Sydney, he's single handily won it for them mm-hmm. against Sydney so he could have possibly pulled that out again yep. um, against the Bulldogs but um, you never know until he was actually playing he could have got shut down pretty easily possibly but you know um, 
we yeah, like I said, you never know to know unless he's actually playing the game. Yep. If he's not playing the game, well, you can't decide it and can't say, well, hey, one man's going to win it for you again because, like I said, against Carlton, they're relying on that one bloke again. Exactly. Uh, Mark, uh, Tom, Gr- uh, not Tom Green, sorry. Tim English was the second highest ranked player on the ground with 23 disposals, 10 marks, 7 intercepts, 7 score involvements, and 40 hitouts. <coughs> I think I'll take my rock stock back from last <laughs> week. <laughs> I think it was a bad call. <laughs> nah. No, Royal Marshall's been good, but nah, I think but Tim English is far in front well, of every rock in competition at the moment. No, nah, he's having a breakout season. It's about time. Yep. Like, as my missus dad would say, like he's he's been building and building and building. And I, I told him, told her dad I said he can't keep building he's got to perform sooner or later and this is the year he's like apparently and he started that last year I reckon too yeah uh, halfway through the last yeah. year probably yeah he really started to um, but like the best thing about him he used to be a midfielder yeah exactly he just grew in height in the, his yeah. last draft year grew 10 centimetres or something like so that so when you're a, an ex midfielder around the ground you could you're going to be one of the best ruckmen because not only are you going to obviously possibly win the tap, but then you're going to go get your own ball. Yep. And he's not slow. Yeah. And, you know, he can kick goals as well. So, like you said, mate, all Australian muckmen there and there. Yep. Right. Uh, Tom, Tom, I said Marcus Bond and Pally was huge. Tom Green is a star. And Aaron Norton's performance in the last quarter when the game was still on the line was huge. I think he kicked uh, two late, late goals that sealed the game. So... He, yeah, I see his one hand grab. Mm. Jeez, he can <coughs> in take, the wet. Yeah. Nah, good grab. Nah, he's Again, he's another player that's starting to really bring out your stripes again this year. You know, he started not, I wouldn't say poorly, but yeah, it was a, like, again, slow start for him as well. Yeah. And Adam Chalor, um, sadly, has got another hamstring injury. Just no, nothing can keep, um, nothing can go right for this bloke uh, as of the last few years with soft tissue injuries. Question. Yep. Does he stay? He stays. You reckon? Well, where else would he go? Brisbane. Because of Dunkley? Yeah. I don't know. I reckon he stays. He's already been at three clubs. I reckon he goes. Mm, big call. Uh, Fremantle, Hawthorne. Fremantle, 18-9, 117. Defeated Hawthorne, 7-6-48, which was 69 points. Goal kickers. Yeah, um, Giant, Miss, Frederick, all, both for three. Jackson, um, Banfield, Brayshaw with two. Short, Swakowski, Tracy, Clark, Walters and five for the one. Uh, Mitch Lewis kicked two. McDonald, Day, Scrimshaw, Wingard and Newcomb all with the one. Brayshaw for disposal. He had 34, two goals, eight tackles and seven score involvements. Ryan in that defense had 27 with nine marks, 21 kits at 96% efficiency. Uh, Young off the halfback line had 26, eight marks, nine steps. And 587 metres gained. No mirror in the middle at 26 with six clearances. Will Day continuing strong form as an inside meter. 26 and seven clearances. And Nash also 26, eight tackles and eight clearances. Talking points. Luke Jackson finally stars and was very influential for the Frio Dockers with two goals, 24 touches, 16 contested, six marks and seven score involvements. You were about to say 20 goals then. (laughs) (laughs) I was, but um, you know what I meant. Uh, yeah, he was huge. He's only young. Yeah, exactly. And the, the it, again, slow start, but it's hard for uh, third season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, third season. It's hard for a young bloke to come in his third season to a new team, to a new team, and be this absolute big star that everyone's building him up to be. Yeah. Um, you got to give him time. You got to give him work. You know. And again, Sean Darcy, he was the one sole ruck last year, and you know it's hard for them to work together possibly. But now they're actually starting to work together. Luke Jackson's starting to become a better player. He's like you said, he's actually starting to perform. Like he's had one like uh, how many rounds are we in now? This round. This would be going into round. Oh, round, we're going into round nine yeah. this week. So it's taken him eight games. I'd say probably. Three out of the eight, he's probably had a couple of good, like those good games. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's just hard for a young star to come up and you know be that big star that they're meant to be when there's a lot of pressure on him and a lot of talking points and a lot of this because everyone's just going to be watching him and picking at every at nitpicking at every little mistake that he's doing. 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, Nat Fife returned, but as the sub, and he had kicked one goal and had 10 touches. It's interesting that they used him as the sub, but uh, that's a talking point for another day, I think. I think he's very gettable if a club wants an inside mid. Sorry, mate. I've... <laughs> I'm working at house stuff and this. <laughs> um, Nat Five. Yeah, we, we've said it before that he's gettable if, uh, for a club, especially a Melbourne-based club that wants an inside midfielder. With the way he's going now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, not playing, being the sub, doing this, doing that. Like he, he said he loves the club, but when you're being a sub and you still know you've got a lot of footy in you and can be that... Gun player, yeah, easily. Yeah, who do you uh, reckon he would go to though? There's talks Collingwood, uh, like it maybe a St Kilda to link back up with Ross Lyon. Yep. Uh, ooh. those are probably the two that I could think of. Okay, okay. Do you reckon Collingwood need him? I don't. I don't know. Um, you've already got, like I said, eleven midfielders. Yeah, I know. Well, you, are you going to start turning into Geelong, mate, and have all these friggin' old players come to you? Yeah. Um, but the Ross Lyon one makes sense too because Ross is a big fan of Nat Fife. Yeah. Uh, well, they uh, coached him, coached Nat Fife from when he basically started till he left. So yeah. that would be a very, you know, easy solution for him to go there. But we'll see, see what happens and, um, yeah. Uh, Tyler Brockman was also offered a one-match suspension for a dangerous tackle. Did you see this tackle? Maybe. I think the arms were pinned a lot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did watch this, yeah. Because every dangerous tackle I, I like to watch because I want to see if it actually is or if it isn't. Yeah. Like I said, like I said last week, like I don't like this dangerous tackle. Mm. So, yeah, I did watch it. It was, yeah. Arms were pinned a lot on that one. That you know, Hit his head. That's fair. Yeah. But, um yeah, we'll, we'll soon see what happens. Uh, Sunday, Port Adelaide v Essendon. Port Adelaide 12 29 defeated Essendon 13-9-87, just by the five points. A disappointment for your Bombers. Uh, goal kickers, you had Rioli, Dixon, Byrne Jones with the two. Then Finlayson, Boak, Marshall, Pau Pepper, Rosie, and McEntee with the one. For the Bombers, you had <coughs> Wiedemann, Stringer, Perkins, Langford with two. Merritt, M- Menzi, McDonald, Tip and Woody, Caldwell, and Hobbs with the one. Yeah, for disposals, Rosie had 29, Butters 28, 6 tackles, 9 score rollers and 6 clearances. And Houston had 25 with 635 metres gained. For the Bombers, you had Parrish with 37, 22 contested and 9 clearances. And Merritt also had 28, 10 tackles and 11 score involvements. And uh, a goal. Talk, yeah, talking points. Uh, is Junior Rioli in trouble for his hit on Jordan Ridley? At the moment, I believe it's a week. No. Uh, three. Three? Three. By the look. Um, hold on. I'll get this up. Um, hold on. Uh, yep. Junior Rowley is facing a ban of at least three matches. Oh, but... Oh, I, I, after I, being sent straight to the tribunal. Mm. It was a bit of a weird one. Yeah, because like... Even like, it just tried to block his space. No, no, well, not even that, man. But like me as an Essendon supporter, like it was hard to watch it and know what actually happened. Yep. Like looking at it, like when Ridley went late, I don't. Everyone's saying it was a flop, but you can't really call it a flop if he's getting hit in the head. Like, yeah, he's running past him. He gets hit. It could be late. Late pain in there And it really hurts You know it, it, You can have delayed concussion as well Oh yeah 100% So it, You don't know what's going to happen Especially when you got Char- Your eyes are focused on Charlie Dixon And You know you, The ball's What I think it was 40 metres away mm-hmm. um, You know Next kick is basically Charlie So you all, all eyes are on Charlie right now Yep You get hit It's a bit of a late reaction But yeah uh, Three weeks Bit harsh I think he got concussed. Yeah. He's out for a week. Um, and it's, in a way, it was careless. Yeah. Very careless. Mm. He could have done it better. Yeah. Um, could have done it a lot safer as well. So we'll soon see what the tribunal says as well. Uh, 
Collingwood. I don't know why I wrote Essendon, but Collingwood v Sydney. Collingwood 11 11 77 defeated Sydney 6 12 48. 29 points. Goal kickers, you had Majacek with the five. Framden Elliott to Goalie, Gidevan, Hoskin Elliott, and Johnson with one. Uh, for the Swans, you had McDonald, Papley, Haywood, McLean, Shiva, and Clark with the one. Disposals for Collingwood, Penelbury had 31 with five clearances, and Nick Dacos had 25 with 27 pressure acts and five <coughs> tackles. Uh, for the Swans, Gordon had 37, uh, seven clearances and 658 metres gained. Parker, 34, five clearances. Mills, 31. Florent, 29. And Warner, 28. Talking points. You had Clark v. Dacos. What do you think of this? <laughs> well, it was very funny, actually. Yeah. It, it was very funny. Mm. Um, to see when when they obviously broke out of the huddle and you got Dacos running down to the back line and you know, he's running through the centre. you got the Sydney boys trying to get into him and hit him and all that kind of stuff. And then he actually gets down to the back. You know, Papley's going at him. Everyone's going at him. And you're thinking, well, it's just stupid. Yeah, like, there was, there's a point to do it. And I actually like, because I, I found Nick Dacos did not back down from it at all. Oh, no. So, obviously, Clark got off to a really good start and, yeah, kicked, and kicked, hit the first goal of the game. Yep. And then got into Dacos. The thing is, all the Collingwood boys all got into him too. Oh, yeah, 100%. And Papley tried to dog him from behind. They yeah. all got into him. But then Dacos, Dacos sets, set up, sets up the next goal and goes right back at him. And where all the Collingwood boys come and get at him too. So, yeah. but, uh, there's there's an extent to go because at the same time, um, Nick Dacos said at the end of the game, they love it and he loves it when he gets tagged. Oh, because... Mate, Craig, Craig McRae's been asking for it. The reason he loves it when he gets tagged, <coughs> as much I, as people think... I heard this. As much yeah. as people think he's an individual player, the, he likes getting tagged because all the focus goes on him, leaves all the people out the back on their own, it leaves the Quainers, it leaves... Uh, Cri- Crisp. Off that, all the running all players. Them, all them boys, it yeah. leaves It leaves them on their own and Dacos will go around and manipulate that so they can get free. And he still, and they're like, oh, he got it in it. Like, mind you, he, he didn't kick it as well as usually, and he didn't um, cover as much ground as he usually did with his meters gain. Still got 25 touches. Well, there was a talking point on the uh, either the free show or um, whatever it was. I watched two contests <clears throat> of Dacos. Yep. Um, they would uh, not send a bounces, but just a ball up. So Dacos goes in as a, a mid, mm-hmm. um, picks up someone. Yep. Um, then you've got obviously all the other boys. Uh, I think it was Clark picked up uh, Quainer. Yep. As soon as the ball got balled up, Clark's run off Quainer to left try and get to Dacos. Get to Dacos. What happens? Gets fed out to Quainer, kicked down. Mm. Second one, I can't remember who it was that was left free. Clark left. Uh, left him. Dacos uh, went for Dacos. Tried going for Dacos and not the ball. Yep. Hit Dacos. Dacos kept running. Yep. Why not go the ball? Mm-hmm. Why not go the ball and use your body against him with the ball? Yeah. Instead of just going for the man and letting him run off like that. Because in the end, like, I think Sydney should have learned um, from the Freo Western Bulldogs game when Freo went after Lob. Yep. Obviously, Lob didn't do much. I think he kicked two goals or one goal, but it was stupid. Yeah. Bulldogs ended up getting the win. They had the last laugh. Mm-hmm. Now, Sydney, they go after Dacos. What happens? Collingwood get the win, have the last laugh. Yeah. When's it going to stop? Yeah. Why not just beat him one-on-one and actually show and shut him down that way? And like not- a Josh Dungley versus Paddy Cripps. Yeah. In, in, in a way, don't, don't try and... Fuel it and try and start punch ons or jump a punch with him because it's not going to work. It's just going to make you look silly when they win or when he still racks up 25, 30 touches and makes you look silly. Yeah. Especially, yeah, okay, he got the best start and kicked the goal, but when Dacos gets that ball and hits a target, he's coming straight for you. And if you're not for that fight, mm. don't start it. Yeah. Uh, so it was my check, it's a career high five goals as well. It's a very inventing shot. Very inventive goal <laughs> in the goal square. Did you see this? Yeah, the bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear Mitch Robinson? No, I didn't hear. What did he say? So, I think the pro- the week where Will Ashcroft got that goal, mm-hmm. goal of the year, Mitch Robinson said on his little thing, he said, the only way someone's going to beat it is if someone does a bicycle kick. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fast forward to the week this gone. Sunday, Maya check. Bicycle kick. Bicycle kick. It's goal of the year. Has to be. You reckon? Yep. Has it's to better be. than Ash Cross. Yep. And even as a Collingwood supporter, I'm I'm sitting there going. Mate, do you really see many players pushing off and trying to fight off a bloke like, like that and sit there and then have the right mind to jump in the air and kick it backwards like that? No, but like at the same time, Ashcroft is just... Yeah, but all Ashcroft did was... Oh, like, I'm not going to say all <laughs> Ashcroft, <laughs> all Ashcroft yeah, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But J- he, JP, JP, I'll, I'll do it tonight. Way, I'll do it tonight no, at training. No, I won't. <laughs> I can't jump as high. <laughs> no, but like, in a way, Ashcroft had a bit more space. Yeah. Jumped up, just chucked on the boot, goes through for a goal. Mm-hmm. My check, like, as I said, he's fighting off a, a defender and almost does get beaten. So he f- thinks, why not just jump in the air, kick it behind me and I'll get a goal out of it. Yeah. Who who thinks like that? Not many people. You can't think of it, think of it in a one, time like that. One thing that pops to my mind like that was, do you remember when uh, Favola had it? And I think... He might have uh, slipped over, and he what sat down, sat there down, and kicked, kicked it over it his head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like that. That, who, that who one, who that one, that? that one comes to my mind. <laughs> but in who and like like Fev like that? Who in their great mind would think of that? Why, yeah. Like, there's probably players in front of him hand passing, and they can get an easy goal. What like? But people like that just think of it because they're smart. Yeah, um, I reckon. Oh, and the one more point I had was uh, Jack Ginnivan has an impact after coming on as the sub late in the third quarter. I think he he added some spark, and he obviously finished with a goal. Six disposals and four score involvements after coming on late in the third quarter. Yeah, for Bobby Hill. Yeah, so I was a very big fan of Bobby Hill, but the last two or three weeks, he's been a bit quiet. It'll happen. Like I said, young star. He, he's young. Could um, could could they do the swap and maybe make him the sub instead and give, give him the chance this time as the maybe, starter? Possibly. Yep. Like, you can't, like, in a way, you can't really leave Bobby Hill out. Yeah. Um. So it's best to have him as a sub. Yeah, like, it'd be good to have him as a sub, like Ginnivan. But you just want to hope that none of your main blokes go down because then you're screwed, like Essendon did. Because we had Ridley go down, we had to make a lot of changes because I think our sub was uh, Davy Junior. Yep, I'm pretty sure, and he's a forward and a first year player. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, now that's I'm I'm saying. We're not, we're not discussing the next game. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go the straight skip over it. That yeah. was absolutely disgraceful. It was putrid. Yeah. It was So putrid. I'm going to go straight to my new segment, uh, Tricky's Team of the Week, and also my rolling All-Australian squad. So just let me get to the right page here. All right. Here we go. I made, a lot of ch- I made some changes late too. Okay, Team of the Week. Uh, the back pockets. Tom Stewart. Standard. <laughs> Obviously, 24 disposals and 90 steps. And Jermaine Jones, 330. Yeah, um, okay. Uh, full back, I had Jack Payne. Yep. Uh, my half backs, uh, Will Powell. Okay. And Nick Haynes. All right, yeah. And yeah. my centre half back is Darcy Moore. Yep. Uh, my wings are Golden. Okay. And Anderson. Yep. My centre is Bonson Pally. Obviously. My half forwards are Bolton and Bailey. Yeah, okay. My centre half forward is I know he didn't have a big game, but he still had nine score involvements and fifteen touches, well as three goals. Charlie, I'm um, not Charlie, sorry, Jeremy Cameron. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's. My pockets are Charlie Cameron and Oscar Allen. Okay. And yeah, my yeah. full forward is Brody Mychek. Yeah. Uh, my ruck, my followers, are Tim English. All right. Yeah. Josh Dunkley. Yep. And Tom Green. Uh, my interchange is Luke Jackson, <coughs> nice. uh, Zach Butters, yep, Darcy Parrish, yep, Andrew Brayshaw, and my sub is Tim Taranto. Darcy Parrish makes it this week. He made the interchange, mate. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the only one I'll probably change is obviously you got Maya check at your full forward. Swap, swap him and Allen around. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. I know it's only a little minor thing. Uh, but I, I thought about it. Don't you worry. But. Oscar Allen, like, you got the big tall team at full forward. Yeah. My check's a small I just bloke. thought, I was like, oh, I'll put in there. And I'm like, well, give it to my check. He's kicked the one more goal. Yeah, but in a way, mate, um, 
did my check have any set shots <laughs> on the weekend? <laughs> not, not, uh, maybe. I don't know. That's a good oh, question. I think, I think he played as a small forward. That's a good question. Four, four, That's mate, a really so. good question. Yeah, well, so. to be fair, he's only like 6'2". Exactly. So there you go. He <laughs> plays on the pocket. <laughs> Leave uh, Oscar Allen Now out. my rolling All-Australian, though. All right. Yep. A few changes this week. Uh, so my back my back pockets are Darcy Moore and Tom Stewart. They So my back lines say the same, sorry. So Darcy Moore... Harris Andrews, Tom Stewart, Jack Sinclair, Callum Wilkie, and Nick Dacos. Yep. Uh, my wings, uh, there's one change to the wing. So uh, Josh Dacos, Marcus Bonapelli stays there, and my other wing, Blake Akers, comes in for Mason Wood. <laughs> really? Mm. Uh, my half forwards are Christian Petrarca, Jeremy Cameron, and Isaac Rankin come straight off the bench onto my half forward flank after his two goals and 21 touches. Uh, my forward pockets are Charlie Cameron's made his move down to the pocket. Yep. Charlie Kerno, and I've still got Toby Green there, even though he's missed one week. My followers are Tim English. Yep. Clayton Oliver, and straight in, uh, straight in there is Tom Green. Yep. Um, my interchange is Noah Anderson. He's he's gone. He's come into the side. Yep. Uh, Jordan Dawson has come off from being in the midfield to the bench. So big call that one. Yeah. Got Darcy Parrish still there. Okay. Got Patrick Cripps there, and I still got my sub is Caleb Sarong. So my outs for it was Tom Papley from forward pocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mason Wood came off the wing, which was a really hard call, but I couldn't fit him on the bench either. Okay. Off the wing, and Lockie Neal came out. And then so in came Blake Akers for Wood. Yep. Noah Anderson, say we'll just say for Tom Papley. Yep. And Tom Green for Lockie Neal. Okay. It's a pretty good team. Yep. Um, no. Quite happy with that trip. Yeah. It's a good team. You like that? I like yeah. That. No, it's a good it's team. It's going to get so hard, though. <clears throat> oh, by the end of the year, like, it'll be very hard to pick you out to all Australian team. By oh, the yeah. That, so. I'll be lucky to get eight right. No, I reckon you've got. More than eight. Ooh, I like, like your confidence. Now, do, you, do you reckon Isaac Rankin does make it, though? At the moment, yes. He nearly went out last week, but he had two goals and 21 touches. So I was like, got to keep him in. He can't do it after that performance. Even though all it takes is... One or two bad games and he's out. Nah, it's not even that. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is... I'm not talking for him to go out. All I'm saying for him, right, to keep him in... Is for him to kick at least one goal, mm-hmm. and just have a couple score involvements, which he does every week. Yeah, and yeah, he might go goals one week, but as long as he's keeping that score involvements up, which he always does, like he can be a he's compared to where he was at Gold Coast to now, he's been a lot more damaging, a lot more damaging. Yeah, which is very like surprising in a way because mm-hmm. again, young superstar, but. He's actually paid it off, and everyone thought he wasn't worth the money, but I reckon he is. Yep. All right. So now we move on to the <laughs> segment. Phillips. Great grab. He's been so impressed at this yeah. point. First quarter. Phillips off the ground. Goal. Oh, the big goal. Oh, good tackle on that occasion by Phillips. Aggressive tackle it was by Phillips. Ah, the Andrew Phillips team of the year, a stayer and a mainstay in the podcast in this AFL season so far. <laughs> uh, last week's winner was Toby Green from the GWS Giants after his four goals and 22 touches, I'm pretty sure. Of course it was. Uh, this um, this week, I've had two sent in by Mr. Connor Murphy. Who we got? First one, key defender. Uh, 28 disposals this person had. Yeah. He had nine marks. What team does he play for? And he had 12 intercepts. From St. Kittle Football Club, we got Callum Wilkie. Ooh. Yeah, okay, okay. So, Callum Wilkie's one. And the other one uh, is from the North Melbourne Football Club. He had 36 disposals, 30 kicks at 94% efficiency, 18 marks and seven intercepts. The other player on there is Jack Zabel. Jesus, he had 36. Yeah, Jack Zabel had 36 playing in the back line. Wow. So there are you two, Callum Wilkie and Jack <coughs> Zabel. So I wonder who's going to win that one. I I'm personally would be voting Callum Wilkie. Jesus. Although Jack Zabel is a goer too. What was his frigging 
efficiency. 94%. Yeah. Wow. It amazes me how it's all in that one little pocket mm-hmm. there, though. <laughs> uh, nah. Yeah. Good ten. Hey. Huh? <coughs> It'll be hard. Be now hard we pick. move on to our super coach. Oh. Uh, here we here go. go. How'd okay. you go, Trick? Um, anyway, so uh, first game we had Riles, so Riley Worsling. Shit, Chuck. 2,375. <laughs> defeated... Will Taylor's Bloods and Crips, 1,370. <laughs> Good old Will Taylor. Uh, Jaden's calculations go hard. 2021 was defeated by Cam's Chickadee's 2,196. Ooh, that's a close one. Jake's Bailey Sniff, 2,244, was defeated by Paul Dallas Domination, 2,274, 30 points. Dale got up by. Chuggy's Troops. 2,100, defeated by Noah's four left. 2,476 I came up against. So. Cop that. Yeah, uh, Coco Ginevan, which is Connor. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. That is such a good name. 2,029 was defeated by Froffy's Frey, 2,118. So that's Ryan Fraser's team. Uh, Will Diss's Port Adelaide Powder, 1,960, defeated by Paul's Demonstrative with 2,170. Yep. Mavericks Mavs team, 2,278 defeated Knicks wannabe cars, 2,235, two, 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 sorry. And uh, Zach Wybang is in it to win it, 2,379 defeated Sam Fillion's, 2,227. So now if we go, <coughs> we go to the tally, uh, we'll read out the top eight if it wants to let me. Oh, Oh, there we go. No, I got it. I got it. I got it now. If it wants to let me click on it. There we go. So in the top position, we got Dallas Domination. Dallas Domination. Second position. So I'll see. I'll, I'll take that loss. The guy I lost to is undefeated at the moment. So four left. Noah is second. Riles is third. In it to win it. Zach is fourth. Mavs, uh, Froppy's Frey is fifth. Mavs team last year's winner is sixth. Demonstrative is seventh. I sneak in at that eighth spot, and Connor is also eleventh. <coughs> so Jesus, mate, you've dropped. <laughs> oh, I was. I think I was six last week, fifth or sixth, one of them. So there's that. And obviously, always to round up, there will we're going to try and put together a grub files myself and Holty over Zoom, or he'll come over and we'll try and put it together. It'll be a separate to the podcast <coughs> and just a YouTube video. So we'll try and put that together. If not, should be done by next week. Apologies for that. Now on to the tips. Uh, so get the grounds up. Do you want to read them out? So on Friday, we have two games on Friday. It's to minus the one game for Mother's Day. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, so we have Richmond versus Geelong. I'm going the Catters. I'm going the Catters as well, mate. Um, Eagles, Suns. Suns. Uh, Suns. Sydney Dockers. Swans. Fremantle. Ooh. Northport. Uh, Port. Yeah, I'll go Port. Tassie too. Um, Melbourne, Melbourne Hawks. Melbourne. Melbourne. Brisbane, Essendon. Essendon. <laughs> now, this is going to be a very, very interesting game. Yep. Carlton, Bulldogs. 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 <laughs> nah. Um, Adelaide Saints, that's another one. Uh, Adelaide Oval. Adelaide. Adelaide. Oh. Collingwood, GWS. Collingwood. If Toby Green's in, I'll go GWS. If he's out, I'm going Collingwood. All right, so there's your tips. Oh, so what was the what was behind the free call? What's behind it? Yeah. Um. I like to have a big win like they did last week. Mm-hmm. Might. Suggest they might find some form out of that to take it against Sydney, who's sort of... Sh- yeah, they definitely had a big win against their competitive side, didn't they? Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Cutters had a very big win against those sides, and look how they found their form that's out true, of that. That's true, that's true. Good so, comeback, good comeback, mate. Uh, yeah, mate, I study this shit, so <laughs> you start with me. <laughs> nah, so... And Sydney is, Sydney is struggling. Mm-hmm. All right. But like I said, hey, Buddy's not firing. Yep. Um... 
you know, Papley's inconsistent. Yep. Um, so, uh, again, they're relying on Parker and stuff to do their work. So, uh, like I said, Frio. And at, even though it's at the SCG, still going them. Jeez, it's a big call. All right, that's just going to wrap up this episode, boys. Thank you, JB, for coming in before training, even though you were halfway dying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, guys, about that. Uh, so, obviously, <coughs> make sure to tune into this episode. Obviously, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, as we say every week, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, up the guts underscores where you can find that. And when you're listening to the show on Spotify, it would really help us out too. If you could leave a rating as well, that really helps us get the the show out there to for other people to discover it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you find it. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see more live reactions to the Grub Files, especially, <laughs> as Holty loves to give some good impressions when he does yeah, it. Can't wait to see him. All right. So cheers, guys, and see you next week. See you, guys. <laughs>